0: You're watching Meet the Movie Press. Coming up, we're going to be talking about a new Willy Wonka movie, writers on Godzilla 2, Jack Reacher 2, and Doctor Strange.
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's
0: Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, I am Jeff Snyder, senior
1: film reporter for Mashable. You can follow me on
0: Twitter at at the Inn
1: Snyder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ShowbizSimon, Instagram at ShowbizSimon, and on Facebook forward slash This Is Simon Thompson. And
0: with us today, we have a very special guest, near and dear to our uh, to the meet the movie press's hearts. We have Justin Crowl from Variety. Hey guys! Hey, first time
2: on the show. <laughs> Since it's become the Jeff and Simon Show, Go yeah, yeah, it is. Look Definitely. at that; it's yeah. a
0: totally different dynamic. We can f- you can find Justin on Twitter at uh, KrollJVar. I also
1: have a spare plaid shirt if you want to put one on. I know I, I did not get
0: the memo about uh, so.
1: the the
0: uniform today. But we're still going to make the most of it and have a blast. That so a so,
1: lot of stuff.
2: Yeah. So how have we been doing, Justin? Give us a little review of the Simon and Jeff show. So what I love, I've actually started enjoying it more than when Mark was on. I love Mark. Oh, Ooh. But Mark's a great, like, host. Like, Ryan Seacrest, Carson Dale, he's a great, he segued to stuff uh, excellently. Mm-hmm. But what I feel you, t- you guys brought is um, criticism. Equally, it became almost like an Ebert, Siskel and Ebert show on movie news, Ooh, and it, obviously movies. I love the Suicide Squad episode. It was like <laughs> it was just it was really well done. I laughed. I think I I rewatch your stuff sometimes, Um which is and I think you've been killing it with all this stuff. The calls have been fun, and, you know, time, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when I call in and, and it, <laughs> especially <laughs> um, Eric Draven. Is it though? But, uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna call is in today? It? I love the different aliases that you use. Um You know, I love. Yeah. And then you, have, I wish you, I missed the, some of the guests you had. I like the tracking board guy. Josh doesn't count, by the <laughs> way. Tell him never wear to, the, to wear those glasses on the show. He again. loves those glasses. Midlife <laughs> crisis, Josh, in the <laughs> fullest. But so, ironically, two of my—they're not my favorite episodes, but most r- memorable episodes was the one where you went off against the commenters, uh, the Assassin's Creed episode, as Uh-oh. I call it. Yeah, Simon Kimberg. It, it was. I, there was a moment I thought you like Simon. They would they would pan back and forth, and it caught Simon, and he's like, "What do I do right now?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. And, good. and my other one was came at the end of August. It was a pretty good episode. It was like about um, don't breathe. And mm-hmm. th- there's a there is a, the, my one criticism is there's times where you guys like oh crap what do we segue to. And Simon mistakenly was like, let's talk about trick-or-treat, too. Um, (laughs) Don't don't mention TRT. One of those flimsy news stories that rears its ugly head every couple months. already said something at a press, like he said somewhere, and Simon just wanted something to talk about, and Jeff wasn't having it, and completely was like... It's a bad movie. I'm cutting you off at the knee. I, I, shut,
0: I shut Simon down, and, and I apologize
2: for that, but Justin has a point here. But I think at one point, Jeff was like, "Mike, are those guys even working anymore? And like, so I was like, yeah, they did Krampus last week. He's like, ha, ha, Krampus. <laughs> well, lo and behold, about two weeks ago, I found out Mike Doherty was up for writing Godzilla 2. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of things going on with this from um, what I had heard. like There was actually an like. So they're setting up a writer's room for yeah, the new for God- the universe, the universe, the Godzilla King Kong universe that they announced last year when Godzilla or King Kong when came legendary, back, right, yeah. took it back to Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and there there's a bunch of moving pieces. So the, the what I originally heard is that he was going to direct and write and oh, head wow. up the writer's room. That's what I heard, and then there but then legendary and as well as ropes like there's a lot of things moving pieces. Can you hold off? I'm like sure, but then I'm like as soon as this breaks. Simon <laughs> boy, is gonna get you some, know I'm gonna be a happy man. some vindication. Some <laughs> vindication. Fine, I ate the crow like a man yesterday. So about Wednesday night, I get a call, and they're like, "Listen, here's the deal. He's not directing. He's as of right now, the directing things off the table. We're just, we just want him to write, but we want him to bring um, Zach Shields, who co-wrote Krampus with him. Zach wasn't involved with Trick or Treat, but he yep. did." And that's the thing too with this legendary thing is is you know Mike has a, a good relationship with them obviously of course. So wrote, like Trick or Treat is their first uh, solo production I mm-hmm. feel like Krampus they did with together so they really like his work so from my understanding he's not going to direct these two would write this draft I th- he wouldn't be as of right now heading up this writers room with, I mean and if you guys don't know writers rooms are the new thing in – yeah. In Hollywood, yep. Marvel did it so well that they want one for Hanna Barbera and Transformers right. and, and Hasbro. It uh, has Aurora. all these rooms, and so they they are setting up a room. Mike and Zach will probably be involved. I don't know if Mike is heading it right now. I, I don't necessarily see that happening, but his this draft will definitely be the starting point for not only Godzilla 2 but the cinematic universe in general. So and he and, has, and possibly trick or treat too. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. This might keep him busy for a little (laughs) bit. And
0: and Mike has experience with writing tent poles. obviously. He Mm -hmm. did one of the the X-Men movies, one of the good ones, right? The second one.
2: Yeah, X2, which is a a great movie. Which launched, which made X-Men, like, respected. Right, into the next draft. That's kind of helped the comic book movies in general, I feel like, because that was before Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and the Batmans. That was the one where, like, Hollywood... Well, it still held as one of the the best comic book movies Mm -hmm. to this day. And then he did uh, Superman Returns, which didn't do well at the box office, was critically... Yeah. So so with Godzilla 2, I mean, is there any
0: cast that's supposed to be returning? Cranston's out, right? He died
2: uh, in the yeah. first one. Spoiler alert. Oh, um, I, 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 I don't know what the deal is. I, I mean, it's not like Aaron Johnson has a lot of franchises. I mean, He, he survived, he, though, right? He survived, but he dies in Avengers. So he's, he's it, what I'm saying is Aaron's, like, see. wide open. So I'm assuming he would be back, but... I mean they I'm um, is like I didn't realize the Tom Hiddleston Kong thing was set in present day. I thought that was a period film. Oh, right, right. Tom right. could be brought in like I'm assuming those two would That's be That's
0: interesting. Could so you're saying the cast of Kong Skull Island potentially Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, we don't know who's going to make it out of
2: that jungle yeah. alive.
0: Yeah. yeah. But they could potentially be involved in Godzilla, Possibly. too. Well, That's listen, I don't know the
2: option. Well, it might be – the negotiations may be different now because of the cinematic universe because they did right. Godzilla and Kong way before this came together. So who knows? Yeah. Or they could just start – like, Do like, you... like remember, end of the day, Kong and Godzilla are why we're all going to see those movies. Right. It's not
0: about the human yeah. actors, obviously. Do, could there be a standalone Kong sequel?
2: Do you see that happening? It depends that it.
0: hasn't been announced, right? No, no it but hasn't. It,
2: it all depends on how Kong does. We're, this is so hypothetical right, right, right. right now mm-hmm. that Kong he, looks great, though. But Godzilla already did well, so <laughs> th- that's getting its sequel. And I would just assume Aaron's like w- w- recast. It doesn't make sense. Se- people seem to like Aaron, so yeah. I don't. I, I think, don't see- he, and plus, he, dude, he's so good. Nocturnal animals. Have you seen that yet? No, that, next week.
1: I loved him in that. On the, on the sequel thing, I mean, I think it's it's highly probable that unless it's a massive. Tanking stinky bomb of a film, I think we would... I would put money on a sequel to to Kong. Purely because I think the cast they've got together, I think because of the Godzilla tie-in, I think the fact that they've created... They've got attractions at theme parks in Orlando and LA to do with Kong. Warner really want to make money out of Kong. They obviously want to make money out of Godzilla. And Hour in the chat has also pointed out that they've got Pacific Rim as well. So if you get Godzilla and you get... um, uh, pacific rim and you also get uh kong together potentially you've got you know a, th- a three-way that sounds wrong um yes you know and Do- warner are looking at creating franchises i mean they're looking That's very strong
2: with pacific rim though because it, it's, it's just like it so is. far in the future it's like those are aliens mm. these are cre- like it is a stretch but i look, mean it was a stretch to get Pac rim too <laughs> let me ask yeah. you:
1: did, did you guys like godzilla I, I, I thought I was
2: okay. I didn't, yeah. It didn't blow me away. I just thought it was okay, too. Yeah. I thought it was... It had some gorgeous visuals. So I thought it, the way it played with tension and whatnot... I think actually when it got to the battle, mm-hmm. I was like, that. that is where it kind of, like kind of got to like cliched and whatnot but mm. early on stuff like there's a scene that bridge scene, there's a lot of elements like Jaws and Jurassic Park it's, I feel it's like.
0: not It's not one of those horrible blockbusters which we have seen plenty of this year it, yeah uh, if it had come out this not, summer it's not it bad would have been, I just wanna,
2: didn't love it but if it had come out this summer and like July you would have been, thought it would have been the best summer yeah, movie it d- yeah it, for sure Um okay
0: Godzilla too. I, you know, I don't. I don't know if we need a Kong Godzilla universe. I don't know what makes more sense that goes so off into. But you're right. It makes does.
2: more sense than like even a Transformers universe. Mm-hmm. And, and if
0: Con- <laughs> listen, Kong Island I think looks awesome. So uh. and also
1: Warner Brothers are looking at creating these these universes. They've obviously got DC. They, they you know they got all those horror movies now. You know, so creating a horror collective and then well, if segue. they have a monsters thing, I'm looking at you know I'm, <laughs> they could potentially do that as well. So. Speaking of other possible yes. franchises and universes, yeah.
0: Wait, was there was well, there was a news in the Monsters Universe? Was there? No, but it was a the universe he's talking about universes uh oh, okay, or, okay, okay, or okay, franchises. Okay. Um, okay, what else was out there? You broke a big story this week. Willy Wonka, oh, the wrong. amazing chocolatier getting a reboot. Not a reboot. Not
2: a reboot, but I mean... Reboot would, signif- would, would tell would say that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory are returning. This is a Willy Wonka story only. Okay. That, that, that was what but I it's told not, my it's editors. it's not a spin-off,
0: because it's not spinning off from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They're rebooting the character of Willy Wonka. He's going to be recast. It's not going to be Johnny Depp, right? As a oh, woman.
2: He's a woman, recast. Will I just don't like the word reboot, because <laughs> Charlie... The chocolate. Fa- These films have always involved Charlie and the chocolate factory. This is yes. completely. Just I want to be very clear. Right, Charlie won- is not in this Which movie. I love.
0: Maybe he gets, comes in in a sequel or whatever. But right now, it's this is Wampa
2: and his early adventures. Yeah, or the end of the movie. Right. Um, I like the idea a lot, and I have. And I was thinking it is going to be recast. Obviously, it's not going to be. Yeah, dead. it's not going to be. Dead. But I was thinking about actors, and then I was starting to think, well, what about the director that's going to take this over? And, and there's such an obvious choice. Can cool. you guess it? Yates, close. Alfonso. Cool. And he was gonna, I, here's my next guest. Quirone. Yeah. I mean, and and by the way, this is this is just a guess. They haven't even talked to directors. This is not news, you people. But this is why I'm, I'm guessing. Is the he's he's done family before with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which happened to be also produced by David Heyman. Yep. And what do you know? David Heyman also produced Gravity. This is a perfect scenario for Warner Bros. right now. They're like, I'll, I w- So they've been negotiating with the doll estate since March. And what I'm thinking is, is there's like so many unpublished manuscripts. You had a here. very interesting tweet about this, which I did. You see, I put it on Mashable. I did. It was in my story. Yep. I feel like there's unpublished stuff because so I read both books. There's the um, There's the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the uh, Glass Incredible Charlie Glass. And, the grass, and the Great Glatt, Glass Elevator. It, there was an <laughs> eight year gap between those books coming out, and in my feeling, I feel like Dahl is so such a brilliant author. He has manuscripts, notes. If they were negotiating this long, there is some details where they're they're going to take. Simon Rich, by the way, is writing the script or outline. He's the – he helped um, with Inside Out with um, – he was a co-writer. Right. He was a former SNL, right? Yeah. And, and he – so he's going to be helping uh, – writing the script. But I – and I was told it's like an outline. So I feel like there's manuscripts. There's stuff out there that's, that tells this world and gives them away.
0: Do Like do you think that we will see him – Sort of round up the the oompa loompas if you well will. if you
2: remember in the to in the him. the depth version there's some like flashbacks and he goes in like the jungle that yeah. is that's an, an easy way to go. But back to the Kron thing, I you know again, this is why it's a guess. But Kron's doing this smaller, like about a, like a Mexican family or something like that. Right. I could totally see when they were negotiating, talking like a like a sit down with someone to be like, "Yo, Alfonso, why don't you go do this and we'll talk later." Mm. It would it wouldn't because Warner's wants to stay in business with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's, of course. he's he's uh, a lightning like for bit for these types of projects. He he handles budget, visually amazing. And, he's, and he can do all sorts of genres. He's not stuck to, like, a very adult stuff. He can obviously do family as well. Mm-hmm. I think it, it just seems like like down the road this would be somewhere they go. And David has the obvious relationship when, with him. When did Roald Dahl die? Do you guys
1: know? I, I don't know. over there. I mean... It, it, Depending on where they take it, it kind of will influence who plays Wonka. Now, I would love to see Paul Rubens play an old Wonka. Oh, God. No,
2: really? You don't want like that Paul... no, stop. I... Really, That's not going to happen, bro. I would love that. But someone That's suggested still...
1: Matt Smith as Wonka.
2: Oh, no. Um,. I'm more no. with that. Paul Rubens is, like, not even around anymore. So, like, they, they would need, like... If Quentin Tarantino was directing Wonka, maybe Paul Rubens gets it, but no. I would watch I, that. Honestly, I could see Dr. Strange okay. as him. I could see Benedict as, yeah. as Willy Wonka. But Can... he's doing The
0: Grinch as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so many so, so,
1: franchises.
0: I mean, and, yeah, isn't yeah. Franco...
2: Like, first of all, it's going to be younger. You guys are going old a little bit uh, with, like... Well, man, I guess... I take that back. But I could see D- James. I don't know why. The eccentricness... Mm -hmm. He's kind of like Johnny Depp (laughs) 2.0. I I liked. um, I know he's kind of like the action hero type. Now I like Pratt a little bit just because he's, or like a downy type that 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 kind of like like kind of like witty. I don't need eccentric. I would almost want like laughable in a way, or like someone who's like kind of like fun and giddy and whatnot. I wouldn't need like the like. Gene Wilder type. I'd have almost. to think
0: about it a little bit more. The timing is interesting, by the way, that they... It just comes so close to Gene Wilder's death. They were... I think that they nuances. were waiting...
2: No? no, because the, they just closed the deal. The, okay. They were literally doing this deal for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I said one of the EPs or producers is his old manager too. But I well. think in your story, you,
0: you said that the the second book, La- the Great Glass Elevator, was written in like the early seventies, maybe seventy two, right? And he died in nineteen ninety. So you know there, that's an eighteen year period where maybe he did jot down some ideas there's, for a third book, or who knows? I
2: feel like there's something out there whether that like you don't negotiate that long. For just these two, there's...
0: that's what I wanted to ask you. Why do they have to negotiate? Because they are they put out the last Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. They did, yeah. Like, do, do they? Well, does rights... Warner Brothers not have the rights to Willy Wonka? I, I like,
2: mean, they probably ran just... out. When did that last movie hit? That's the thing. You know, I don't know. Well, about the rights lapse. They, the they didn't. They mm-hmm. didn't
1: originally own it when the when the, the the Gene Wilder movie came out. It was mm-hmm. another studio that okay. actually had the rights, and then Warner got it. And yeah, Ruby that was... So home cool. Who the, the, Maybe did they, the
2: Gene Wilder film?
0: I, I I don't know. I'll imagine I, I wrote MG about this in a United piece about Sam um because
1: I always thought it was a Warner property, because I've always known it as a, as a Warner product. But it, it was actually released by a different... The first film was released by a a different studio, and then Warner got the rights to redistribute it. And obviously then they did the Johnny Depp version. But right. <laughs> well... Wonka as as the son of a candy man.
2: I was. Oh, I thought you would. Enjoy. Yeah,
0: like my dad's Like I haven't gotten a call because uh, <laughs> my dad imagines himself as Willy Wonka. Uh, I I'm looking forward to this. Whenever I mean, you say
1: your dad's a candy man, I always think of the Tony Todd horror. Right. Movie. yeah my dad walks Don't around with say hook Jeff's for father's a hand name and a big three times in a mirror. My, my
0: father's made of bees. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, really. that like some playground
1: banter? Yeah, my dad's made of bees.
0: <laughs> I, I think that would uh, would be fun. Um, Lots of options. What but... else? What else is happening this week? Colin Firth joined Mary Poppins. That was you too. We're just going down your list of scoops, huh? <laughs> yeah, let's give it. was a good week for you. Colin Firth joining Mary Poppins, and really, this was like a match made in heaven. I mean, Colin yeah. Firth is yeah. perfect for Mary Poppins. It's just a smaller. It's a small role, though, right?
2: No, support. It's as big as. It's like, but he's not like uh, the male lead. Oh, no, no. It, no. That's Lynn. Right? Right. So it's it's like Emily Lynn and then Ben and Emily Mortimer. So Emily mm-hmm. Blunt, Emily Mortimer, Ben Whishaw, Lynn Manuel Miranda. All Monroe. the top British talent. You must be – when are they
0: calling you, Simon? Except uh, for Lynn. <laughs> Tuesday. Simon's going to play one of the Tuesday. kids. Tuesday. Oh, like, one Street. little bold child. Meryl
2: Streep's the small role. She's like – she's doing it because of her relationship with Rob Marshall and yeah. the Into the Woods guys. Right. But, it's in it's a supporting role he's uh he's like the head of a bank or something like that I, I that was it's not like a role from the original by any means but um yeah this is I always enjoy like i just miss Ben I got everyone but ben nice There's, like you remember back those days of course when, like, when you would own a film and, just... and
0: and those days are running out for me you know because like my, my sc- it's uh, my scoops are like eventually there will come a time where the movies that get released I ha- I will not have broken any casting news in them <laughs> that's the
2: thing is like did you look at, what, what did you break yesterday from Strange? You had to add something, didn't you?
0: Um, I think, I don't know.
2: Did you have one? I don't, I don't know if I did. I don't know if I had something on Strange.
0: I remember running into the rap newsroom with the news that Cumberbatch was going to play Strange, and we were in the middle of an editorial meeting. And uh, Fleming and, got it, yeah. Right, exactly. Al- I was like, Cumberbatch is Strange! Cumberbatch is Strange! And, and I was like, somebody give me their computer, because it would have taken too long for me to boot up my own computer, and Sharon, she yelled at me for interrupting the editorial <laughs> meeting. Uh, and sure enough,
1: seconds later, Deadline posted it. Damn it. Um, Frustrating. Going back to, to, to Colin Firth... Um, it's it seemed a little bit of an obvious casting for me because there's certain people he was, I think. Uh,
2: so the backstory was is he actually had scheduling and something pushed and he just right. and then they came back to him mm-hmm. because I I I heard Michael Sheen actually they were going and then mm. somebody came back and was like I don't know like according to execs at Disney there's that'd be news to them if Callens not involved so yeah he's doing it. So. So what were
1: you What were you gonna say, Simon? Uh, no, I was just saying because uh, there was something else that broke this week as well um, about Paddington Two. Oh, right. Um, and I know, I know Paul, the director, and I know a few of the cast, and I've been involved with that production previously, um, personally connected with it. Um, that's and a, I did that's an, wonder. That's another David Heyman movie, right? Uh, yeah, David, yeah. yeah David's producing that, and okay. it's, uh, it's Paul King coming back to direct. Sorry, I didn't to mean Paul. to interrupt. No, 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 it's cool. But obviously, Colin Firth was originally going to be the voice of Paddington Bear, and then. Oh, yeah. And that's Ben Wisher. Now it's, now, then it became Ben Wisher, but I did wonder if they try and get Colin Firth back in to play, because there's a character in the sequel, um, Um, I know because a friend of mine's writing it and it was Mm -hmm. announced this week as well Um, who was a washed up actor who lives near Paddington Bear that's now gone to Hugh Grant and it's just kind of both Colin Firth and Hugh Grant are finding this fresh gust of really sizable projects that are putting them front and centre again whereas they kind of slipped a little bit No,
2: I I disagree with you on Firth because Hugh Grant for Kingsman. Yeah, he said, "Look at his things. He's had stuff. I feel like he. I mean, I mean, the King's Speech wasn't that long ago. I feel like he. So he, right. he yeah, he had Kingsman, and then he, he, there was two, like one or two other things. But like Hugh Grant has been nowhere in no, touch. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant could, could be in the Oscar years.
0: conversation this year. I haven't seen Florence sponsor I, I, Jenkins. We got to see
2: it now. I feel like I
0: have to because definitely
2: of, put it in like his contenders. And right all with stuff. Meryl
0: Streep and everything. I feel like I need to see it to have an educated opinion. Yeah. Um, um,
2: I don't know. I Fr- agree with you on Hugh Frith Grant. Firth has been doing."
0: Yeah. doing some not very good this is actually a pretty weak what, since, Colin, since Colin Earth, Taylor ra- railway dude arthur newman the golf that golf yeah, thing gambit yeah the <laughs> railway man yeah then there was devils the, not the thriller he oh, did with the, nicole kidman I'm not, I'm not, before i go to sleep yeah which was genius shit. yeah magic
1: in the moonlight yeah these are some bad movies. Yeah, but um, he's
2: been busy. Hugh Grant hasn't even He heard. has he, been busy. Yeah, he has been
1: busy. But I think also Hugh Grant he he took time out as well because he had this battle with the British press about censorship and stuff well, sure. like that. So I think he he did do a lot of shitty films. Like he did that terrible one about Ka- maybe,
2: Okay, I take that back. Colin just did. Yeah, he doesn't have a, He hasn't had taste. I movie, think but like, if he hadn't had, he but had but the Kingsman, Kingsman,
0: Poppins, and then he is supposed to be attached to that submarine movie Kursk, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen or right, not. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean? it looks like he's on his way back Yeah, up. they're
1: both, yeah. Yeah. So, I broke that on the way, on vacation. On curse. <laughs> Can I just talk about some superhero stuff? Of course. Sure. Um, something I was perhaps too excited about this week, um, for a fully grown man, uh, saying that I'm only five foot seven, um, Captain Planet movie. Oh, God. Is it is still, how, it is, is still two? coming around. Um, it's been talked about for like, fucking eight years It's been hanging around. But Leonardo DiCaprio is going to produce it. Which is pretty cool. Glenn Glenn Powell is going to
0: write it, which was a real surprise for me. I I didn't even know that he was a writer. Uh, He's the star of Everybody Wants Him, and I thought he was tremendous Mm -hmm. in that movie. I thought he was going to go on and be a big movie star. I actually heard a pretty interesting story about him last night. Uh, and him with him uh leaving scream queens in regard to all that stuff cuz yeah. i heard, i heard he wanted off scream queens because he has a budding movie career uh i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you the rest of that off camera but uh <laughs> captain planet i think it's a good idea for a movie simon well, like where do you where do you fall on that well, do, you, I, do you think it's ridiculous no i
1: think it's a really good idea and i think i mean i know you are not looking forward to power rangers i don't know how you, you oh, yeah, feel no, about no. it no. Um, I think if that does well, I think there's room for this to sort of take off. But I think if Power Rangers doesn't do well, this kind of teen ensemble action hero thing, I think it might get shelved again. I think it'll just sit there for a while. I think because if there's suddenly this resurgence, this nice... it's just, he's he's such a different kind of superhero character. Well, it's character. more environmentally Exactly, focused, and, and Leo's then. a big
0: environmentalist, and I feel like that would actually be an interesting movie where you're trying to save the planet, but not like from some alien threat, yeah. but something, an environmental disaster or whatever it
1: may be. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's in, in certainly the, the camp of, of cartoons that I would love to see actually become movies that I think they could do really. Th- I mean, we discussed Masters of the Universe right. previously. Thundercats, I would still really love to see. Captain Planet, well, I would love to see.
0: Do you think Leo makes sense as Captain Planet or Glenn Powell for that he's matter? Because
1: I don't think either one really neither does. Neither of them are doing that, by no. the way. yeah. Not well, a years ago, years. Tom He'll Cruise was supposed to be Captain Planet. Years well, ago. This a good is something he fucking didn't. fifteen years ago.
0: Don I said I had lunch uh, years and years ago with Don Murphy, who had the rights to Captain Planet before uh, Leo got them, and he outlined an amazing Captain Planet movie. Like whatever Don was cooking up I thought was really interesting. I mm. uh, you know, I'm sure Appian Way will take it in a different direction. But I don't think it's the worst idea for a movie. No, I think I, people were. Excited I'm trying about it.
2: to visualize it, but I, I mean, that was. a I grew up with that that Saturday when when there right. was Saturday morning cartoons. That was Dude, the one that started it off. We, yeah,
0: we broke out singing the song at Mashable because Dick, Dickie was like, I had a Dickie says that he had a pop culture blackout between like 1990 and 93 or something like that. I mean, where he was, what was he doing? In, he was drinking and playing in a band in college, or who, who knows okay, what. Right. But but meanwhile, me and the rest of the Masheteers or whatever are like Captain <laughs> Planet. He's a, a hero. hero. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just such a catchy song. You could remix uh, that with Kendrick Lamar or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kanye. So I'm Kanye. all for it. Kanye. Missy Elliott
1: and Fallout Boy. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, what else happened this week? Uh, <laughs> uh, Spider Man sequel apparently in the works already at Sony. That was kind of like no brainer <laughs> story um, of the week. Yeah. I,
2: oh, this was what I wanted cool to talk so about. Because <laughs> this is less about what what the news Inevitable was though, and, Simon? and more about what I is good news for a future film. So Paramount picked up Jeff Vandermeer's new book, Born. Yeah, he's Scott, the Annihilation author. Yeah. With Scott Rudin producing it, I feel like them getting ahead and being, wanting to be business with Vandermeer again bodes, bodes well, well for, for Annihilation. That. Oh, I'm really, excited I am so for excited for Annihilation. This is I from needed, the director of X Machina. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, great cast. But I feel like if they are going back out to get that, it was a uh, when I heard that news and I was like, I, when I got it was like handed to me and I was like, why have I heard that name before? I looked, I was like, oh, this is the mm-hmm. Annihilation guy. Oh, they're getting. They haven't even sh- seen it, shown a trailer yet, and they're already buying his material. The book's not even out, the Born thing. So, and it's the same style of like, in the future. The, it's it. This woman, it's it's like that kind of like uh, hybrid animals things where this woman finds an organism in a in a lab and like takes it mm-hmm. home and tries as it and and doesn't realize it's it backfires. A, it backfires on her. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I'm actually more excited now about how Annihilation must look. Mm-hmm. Because Paramount needs I'm all for hits. original sci-fi. So, yeah. I am, yeah, that's, that was but good back, news there.
0: Back to Spider-Man real quickly. I mean, it, it's kind of obvious they're
1: going to be making multiple Spider-Man movies yeah. with Tom Holland.
0: Uh, were, were there any details about a potential sequel? Like, where it could no, go? No, it's just that
1: apparently it's in the works at Sony. And I'm kind of like, well, yeah. that's pretty obvious. I mean, I would expect yeah. at least one, possibly two more movies.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be... Four isn't it supposed to be one each year of high school, technically? Well, I was,
1: interesting, this is coming off the carpet from um, Doctor Strange last night. There was um, uh, Miles Brown, who's one of the children from Oh, Black yeah, Fish. I saw him. He yeah. was a smooth talker there on that carpet. Yeah, he was doing, he's really, really keen to get, he's a big Marvel fan, and he was really keen to get involved in in the universe. And he was pitching himself as a, uh, as a Miles Morales character. Oh, okay. Or possibly a young Black Panther. Not bad. And I Getting was like, actually... If, is, it, was it, is is he a it, foreign it, exchange student but, from Wakanda? But I was like, kind of like, I think, actually, he's pitching himself. And he's he's very good on Blackish. I think he's, his talent, he's a bit more honing. His acting is not mm-hmm. refined uh, by any stretch. It's quite...
2: I love when actors kid.
1: pitch themselves. So Tyree Gibson still pitches himself for Greenland. <laughs> like, sometimes it's it sounds like... like, like hey, Nate Parker's like really out of the way now. Ideas. Yeah, it sounds like really stupid ideas. And then all of a sudden, you're like, actually, that's not the most ridiculous thing... That you've said, Little no, Child. But how
2: about they save it for the room and then tell yeah. it to everyone
0: yeah, else? <laughs> when does lobbying through the media ever really work? It does. It, it gets fans talking and excited. Yeah. But yeah, clearly. Speaking of superhero sequels, though, I think we should talk about the big trailer this week Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Underwhelmed. Oh, excuse me. What did, You were underwhelmed? Underwhelmed. Yeah, obviously.
2: I'm excited for the final shot with um, Groot, Baby Groot and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that was a lot of fun. I mean, cool. I
0: was a little disappointed they went back to the Uga
2: Chaka of it all.
0: Like, I wanted something to distinguish this one a little.
2: But that f- I mean, to be completely honest, I wasn't the biggest Guardians fan.
0: I w- well, I was talking uh, last night about it since I was at the Marvel premiere and whatnot. Um, I-, I liked Guardians of the Galaxy, but I had yeah, no, no idea what happened in that third act. The third oh. act is just a total yeah. mess to me uh which is which,
2: uh, a problem with, i have with marvel films in general
0: except for uh, most recent Str- i like the third act of strange did you we'll, we'll, well talk, that, about, we'll talk that about that later, later in, in the, yeah in the show but uh guardians of the galaxy volume 2 i think looks i think it looks good it, it should i mean i have faith in james Gunn. i like this cast um it should be fun
2: i never judge like trailers are trailers like this was I, a really a teaser yeah too. yeah super teaser um it's just like it. Strange is coming out. They absolutely wanted something to show the fans before Strange. So, yeah. Well, I spoke to Michael Rooker about it last night on the carpet
1: because he, he turned right. up at Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And I was asking, because obviously Marvel very much, you know, and, and DC as well, they're very much about, you know, having different characters appear in different films, et cetera, et cetera. So I said, with his character from Galaxy, um, w- you know, are we likely to see him encountering Doctor Strange at some point in the future? He had absolutely no idea, but he said. I would not rule that out. Yeah. I mean, because it makes sense. It, it would make perfect sense that if anybody's going to go head to head or come, you know, come sort of clash as, as you know, goody and baddie, they would at some point surely cross paths. And he certainly it hasn't been mentioned to him at this point, but he said that would make total sense to him. But there's nothing official on it. I yet. thought Gamora looked pretty cool in the teaser. There were, there were a couple mm. of cool shots of, of Zoe. Um, it felt, but anyway, as a, as a teaser, though, to... it just felt to me very much as a kind of like, hey, audience, don't worry, there's going to be more of what you loved last time. Try yeah, I, I
0: don't want to read too much into it because yeah. it's just a teaser. But that said, there was another teaser that, that uh, came out this week that I thought looked
1: awesome, and that mm. was Logan. Yeah. Logan looked great.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was just the Johnny Cash Hurt cover. Yeah. Uh, which I think would make any footage look awesome, but this is like basically everything I've wanted to see in a Wolverine movie for several years.
1: Which, when I saw it, I was kind of like, it feels like, you know you get these fan-made trailers um, for things like Doctor Who, Star Trek, Star Mm -hmm, Wars, mm -hmm. etc. You see them online all the time. It felt to me, and this is not a a damning thing, but it felt like a fan trailer by the fact that, as you've just said, it felt like everything that you wanted to see it all came together. But it felt like that, in like, holy shit, it looks like... Hollywood's actually listened to to fans potentially in the right way to take Logan oh. and with the story to do, rather than what Hollywood sometimes and, does is go. The fans get too close to it, so like we're just gonna ignore the fans and do what we want to do. Right. And I think it Hollywood's did, it, stubborn like that. It really had a really nice the the nice best feel moment
0: though is when the fucking claws come up through the guy's head and it's like yeah this movie's not fucking around it's no. rated R yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> did you uh, like it. I loved. I really did like it. Um, yeah, it's this Patrick Stewart stuff. Like mm. just the, the grittiness and how old. I thought Boyd Holbrook looked dope with that. He like, did metal. with his glasses and that. Like, so I'm, you talked about Boyd in Predators. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that last Keep week. It, like, yeah. This guy's. I, if, that, if this role is like, I like him already in Narcos. I feel like this is the next thing, and then in, in Predator. It'll be this is the perfect setup. Well, we discussed
1: Boyd last week in Predator, and I was unconvinced by him because I obviously hadn't seen any of the footage of of, of uh, Logan. But watching that footage, I was like, actually, I could see him really working. He very looks nicely like he's toe to toe. Like he yeah. is the main guy. They're not. Well, this but,
2: this
0: week, Michael Stahl, David, and some other guy got cast in Narcos. They're like the new partners. So yeah. I, I'm curious like, is Boyd coming back for season three? Because he's been very noncommittal about it. that. He is shooting, shooting, it. shooting it. Okay, so he he will be in it. Um, I don't I don't know if he'll be the main character like he has been the first two seasons though.
2: I think uh, either him, him and it? Pedro are done after the third season, from my understanding.
0: Interesting. Okay, hey, there's that's some big Narcos news. Uh, if you watch that show, and if you are not, you should. Um, but yeah, Boyd Holberg clearly has a bright future, uh, and I and I like the guy. I met him at Sundance this year, and uh, we actually had a, a good time. And but it's yeah. another off uh, off podcast story.
2: I loved um and that shot at the end of him like covered in blood. The girl grabs it like that. That yeah. that, that the posters with the him a little girl holding his hand have been really gripping. Like. Tough, like awesome stuff.
0: And is that supposed to be X23? Is that who that is? I don't know. uh, Yeah,
1: I I, I don't know. I'm assuming it's his daughter, right? His daughter? He has a daughter now? I'm assuming that's his daughter. What is this? Jack Reacher? Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well.
2: the Steppenwolf. that's who it is <laughs> yeah
1: um... but staying staying with um, with fox and with with their comic book franchises um deadpool announcement or casting oh. rumors this week
2: let's talk about yeah. this week. okay so, so well
1: uh, obviously domino
2: let me, let me bring is up who the they're looking do you have names in front I've of you? the names got the names right here I got them right here in my uh, yeah uh,
0: say, say the list before we even start talking about it put out the five or six names that collider broke just so that the uh, our audience in case they didn't see that article
1: Mary now. Elizabeth Winstead Lizzie Kaplan and Sienna Miller are among the ones that are apparently up for consideration. Right. And the character Domino, which, kind of disappointed that it's not uh, the Kira Knightley Domino character. I
2: would have been up for seeing no, more that. No, that. that was the wrong list. Oh, was that the wrong list? It's, well, you missed like three names. It's S- that's Sienna, Sylvia Hooks, right? It's Sylvia Hooks, Stephia Sigmund, and Sophia Butella with right. Winstead and right, Kaplan. Right, right, right. Sienna, no. No. sienna was on the list but i to me she was the one who stood out she's not so like she's no. a little too old she's not t- and maybe they've met with her but these girls have test deals okay. that's what i explained to so backstory real fast uh-huh. umberto put through some shade our our pal el Mayimbe, yeah
0: he yeah uh, i'm a buddy
2: of umberto's but he, his bravado kind of like <laughs> i assumed when he so i had heard this list and conflict of interest i don't write fox movies Fiance works there, so I've moved moved away. I don't do that anymore. Okay, and, and with with I, I'll usually give tips on like like we were on to Boyd and Predators. I give them to my colleague Dave Neri with list stories. I'm just like let someone else deal with it. Mm-hmm. That list came up the next day from Collider, and instant like, they had the list. I'm like thumbs up, nice nice scoop, guys. Umberto drops in out of nowhere. Is like oh, just because they have meetings, they're not doing it. This and that, and I'm like. Yeah, but these these five no testing this is, is different. Than this, a is right. this is correct. This is this is correct, and he has it right. And instantly he's like, okay, fine. And I, I just assumed Umberto had different news. He just was like throwing shade for no reason. And then Boris came out of nowhere too and confirmed it. So um, I mean, I, I think maybe there's just a, a
0: misunderstanding about how testing and test deals kind of work. So all the the negotiating's over with. They've signed test deals if they're going to test. And then it's like if you get this
2: part, then. You know, there may the be terms other, have already been worked out. There right? may be more deals than just these five. These were just the main ones that I think everyone. Right. They, they still might add as the week goes on. Right. But, um, yeah, they. I, I, I don't but, mean to throw shade at Umberto, but.
0: <laughs> but just so that other folks know, once you sign a test deal and then you test, if you get picked, there's no, like, negotiating Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Um, You've already come to terms.
2: There was a smaller one, like, I reported yesterday that Letitia Wright got a, a supporting role in Black Panther. Right. She was testing last month with winston duke they both signed test deals prior to their audition and then they once they were like you're the choice there's no negotiating i think like i accidentally said in talks at one point they're like oh no the deal's done so that's that's the same type of
0: by the way i heard uh winston duke um is dating michael b jordan's ex-girlfriend and that there is some bad blood there I mean, Winston's a big dude, so I don't know. Yeah, now, I mean, now they're on set together. I'm sure they'll put their differences aside. But uh, and he, I think he's
2: his right hand, hand.
0: man. I, I wonder if I that stuff happens more often than we know in Hollywood. And I don't really care
2: who's make, dating make, make, who. That's not my thing. Maybe it'll help the movie. Um, yeah, exactly. Back, what were you? Like, what were you saying about the the? Your thoughts on the Domino character? Yeah, I mean,
1: I would really like to see... Seeing Mary Elizabeth Winston on the list, yeah, I would really like to too. see her. Because I you sometimes forget how good she is. And I just... that Just purely by chance, there have been a couple of movies that I've watched recently um, of, of varying quality, but every single time she's consistent, it just occurred to me, why doesn't everybody pretty much cast her in fucking everything? I mean, she is just <laughs> so watchable. She's so versatile. She's so easy to watch. I just... Really enjoy watching her, and she hasn't done that kind of thing. Cloverfield um, was a big
0: hit for her. I actually watched it a couple of weeks ago with oh yeah, my mom the, yeah. and a family friend. Um, and yeah, I was taken. You know, I, I was just taken aback at how good she is in that film. I really yeah. liked her in, in the movie Faults, which I think her husband directed. She was in
1: that one with Aaron Paul too. That was good. yeah, one about drinking, yeah, which was actually like, superb. Yeah, um, she's a good actress. I, I would love to. She's, she's ma- my choice. Me. She's even in the Shitty Thing remake or sequel, whatever they wanted to call it, she was she was decent in that.
2: She was... a um, shitty thing, sequel. But, uh, no, she's doing Fargo, though. That's the only yeah. thing where uh, I yeah. think uh, she may uh, not she... be doing this is because of scheduling down the road. I like, see. That may be... That the, makes sense. But I would... If no you, offense, I would like her actually more to see her in Fargo because I like Fargo than I did... Fargo's in, so fucking good. Deadpool. Wait, so if, if it's not
0: Mary, who, who would we choose from this list? I hear Sylvia... Hooks is is real, good. pretty
2: good, and she's in the Blade Runner sequel. I think mm. Sigmund or Sophia. Sigmund seems wrong for this. You, you want like a tougher? Like you think Sigmund hasn't shown enough brawn?
0: I just I don't. Which I, don't, I, I would just, agree with. I just with. don't. I can't
2: picture her opposite like Ryan
0: Reynolds, and I and for that matter, who who's the other one you just mentioned? I like Stephanie and Narcos. Sophia Boutella. Yeah, I can't really see that either. Really? No, I could. I could see Sienna over her.
2: See, I I don't. I think CN is a long shot because she's not testing. uh,
0: To me, uh, yeah, Um, but but was in Star Trek. She's got the mummy. Mm. It's just one too many of these big franchise. They like her. They like her.
1: True, but I mean, there's you know we there are there's a strong number of female action stars coming through at the moment, and if they're good, I think use them as much as we can. I mean, I I I would rather
2: see.
1: Sorry, I would rather see her than say like a, a you know a Gal
2: Gadot type. You know, I would much rather. On those franchises, I don't know how much she's support. I feel like it's in the mummy. What, like, do you remember Arnold? Like, I don't know what the, how much Arnold of my, I don't know how like in, like I don't know how much uh, intimate like how much of like a co starring thing it is compared to. Uh, and same with Star Trek, she's like in makeup, so I feel like this would be like her mm-hmm. next to Ryan, like kind of like one on one more or less. Um, I, I want to talk about Jack
0: Reacher and Doctor yeah, Strange cool. and, and a few other things. Let's, Let's just ru- – because r- uh, we have about ten minutes left in the show. But I do j- just want to spit out a couple of quick uh, headlines. Tom Hardy is, is playing he's been in that Shackleford movie. Gugu Mbatha-Raw joined uh, yep. Ava DuVernay's A Wrinkle in Time, which is cool. I you know I love I'm cast with doing anything. And Black Mirror hit uh, today. So make sure to check out those on Netflix. Gugu uh, has an episode with Mackenzie Davis. Yep. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard joined the Escobar movie he's going to be the guy hunting Escobar, right? Have we seen enough Escobar stuff? Is this getting... I know this is Javier Bardem. This is like who you want to see play Escobar, but... Are we getting overloaded? I think this no? is the
2: last one because Javier won. I think people are like, okay, you've seen all these other people play it. Come yeah. on, Javier, let's play. It. And at least he, you know ask the it's characters a different dead style. It's like that in the Narcos. It was that. It's like the Sigmund Wagner role. This is, that's what they're going to focus on here is the journalist. Wagner that. was so good. Um, Kevin
0: Costner joined uh, Molly's game. He's going to play awesome. Jessica Chastain's father. The and idea Sorkin. of him dealing with Sorkin's dialogue is super exciting to yep. me. Uh, and then, Mulan, Sony's Mulan, not Disney's, got yep. a direct story. A, a director in Alex. Reeves, uh, who's done a bunch of Game of Thrones episodes. I don't watch the show, so I can't speak to the quality of his work. Dude, <laughs> Your
2: TV sense
0: <laughs> sucks. Are you watching
2: Westworld?
0: can World? wait! <laughs> I saw least? that tweet. I gotta say, I've watched the first episode of Westworld and why I, while I plan to finish it, I haven't... It Just
2: hasn't stick, been well, top priority. I've seen the first four. It, I agree it with you. It, the pilot is the average compared to what the fourth okay, episode Okay, was. I'm
1: gonna continue. A couple of other quick headlines. Um, the Batman... Going to start shooting 2017. Yep. That was kind of... It's actually
2: May of 2017. May 2017.
1: Yep, awesome. Um, James Gunn this week said that he wants um, a Nebula solo movie going back to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not seeing that. I'm not feeling that no. personally at all, but, you know, good luck good for to him with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh Gad joins the Orient Express. That class cast keeps getting I like, stronger and wh- stronger the, and stronger. The thing
0: that's, that stuck out about that story really quick is that he's going to be playing Johnny Depp's translator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, What? <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll, I'm, we'll I'm going
1: to put $20 on Kevin Hart popping
2: up at some point What if jo- if Johnny doesn't speak at all and he just whispers in Josh's ear the whole movie and is like <laughs> Best performance Who knows I-,
0: I like the way that cast came together with Kenneth yeah.
2: Branagh There may even be a that. couple
0: more people coming uh, joining that film Alright Let's talk about our boy T.C. Tom Cruise yeah. Jack Reacher Never Go Back Should People Go Back This Weekend? Uh, I say yes Simon liked it I haven't seen it Oh, shit, I thought you had. My bad. I didn't really care for it. I thought it was entertaining, it was watchable, but at the end of the day, in one ear, out the other, totally forgettable.
1: You see, for me, one of the major criticisms that I'm seeing from a lot of people is the fact that he returns and there's a lot of things that are different this time. For me, it felt like a different movie. Um, it, the the pace was different it was more of a more, it was a more cerebral yeah. thriller it was more intelligent than the first one which trying to be just a plain action movie I like the action sequences in this sure some of the locations are played out in previous action films there's not a lot here that's fresh but I really enjoyed watching him in it I really liked his uh, play with Kobe Smulders um, I really enjoyed that. Um, but, you know, I, I'm i a fan of Tom Cruise, and I really like the way that he plays Jack Reacher. It's different enough as an action character from the likes from of Ethan Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. And I'm really pleased to see that. I really like the it. first Jack Reacher. You liked it too, right? I did right? too. Yeah. I really like the first Jack Reacher. To
0: me, this is just a pale... Imitation it's a slim down sequel. Normally sequels get bigger and better and they add people to it. This movie, no Richard Jenkins, no Rosamund yep. Pike, no yep. David Aellow, no Jai Courtney, no the, Robert
2: Duvall. It's just the supporting cast they it's like gone. downgraded big. It's a down. huge
0: downgrade and you can feel that in the movie. And then there's just too much about is Tom Cruise this girl's there's a Baby young girl Daddy. in the movie. Yeah, is is he the father or not? Yeah. Um the villain. I actually liked Patrick Huesinger. Uh as the hunter, yeah, you know, there wasn't a lot to that character, but I thought he was a good physical uh, foe for Tom Cruise. T- to me, Tom Cruise is like my favorite movie star. He's, to me, is he's the he's the, yeah. the best and the biggest. But he did feel for the first time that he was just kind of going through the paces here.
1: You see, for me, all the criticisms that, that you've made, I actually feel for me are, are positives. Because I, feel, I like the fact that this was kind of, it picked... It followed on from the previous film. I like this kind of was going in and filling in some blanks and taking on a new story, and it, it humanised him in a way that we didn't really see in the first film, where it was Jack Reacher, the the action guy, the vigilante. Um, I I genuinely really enjoyed it. I was very nervous about it. Um, it's not unlike the accountant it's not the straight action movie that it tends to be painted in the trailers so I think people might go in expecting that or expecting the first Jack Reacher um, which a lot of people dismissed and then picked up when it was on home entertainment and were like actually that's not a, that's not shit I really enjoyed it um, so I think the negatives that some people are pointing at actually were, were positives for me um, I, I enjoyed it. T- to me it's a rental it's a movie that you catch on FX one afternoon and it was like yeah that wasn't bad
2: but it's not worth 15 bucks to me. My one thought is I I Haven't seen it, but like from the reviews, talking to our critic as well, it's like it, he's so cold that his charisma is lost, and that's one of his biggest tools. Like you think about like Vincent and Collateral or Lestat in, uh-huh. in Interview with the Vampire, where he's a villain, you still at times rooting for him because he has that charisma. When when he's handicapped by not having that, and that is the character, that's an issue a little bit. Mm. Well, listen, it's not the
0: worst movie I've seen all year, but it, it just it Th- didn't it didn't do it for me.
1: Thursday previews, it was one point three two five million. Simon loves his box. I office do love it, and it's looking. If it does over twenty, I think Mojo. they would be happy. Well, they're pitching it at nineteen this weekend. I think it can do nineteen twenty, quite which is more
0: easily. than the first Jack Reacher, which I'm very surprised. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and the first Jack Reacher only made
0: fifteen. That came its out weekend. That came
2: out like Christmas time
0: when yeah, it was a loaded slate.
2: There's not as much like people who saw That's like true. the accountant will probably want to see another action. Plus, movie. also there was the stigma around you know a lot of
1: fans going, like he doesn't look like Jack Reacher sounds in the book. Blah, and it's like so there was that. But right. you're not you've not had that with this um also out this weekend um keeping up with the joneses which you've seen no i didn't see you haven't seen it no i've not heard great things really bad yeah yeah it's three hundred thousand last night looking at about 6.2 for the weekend which is not great um boo and madea halloween didn't see that either no, I no, really could not be less interested that's not for me um, and then also Ouija Origin of Evil this weekend also which, we, which not, I have seen yeah and, and um, you liked it yeah we discussed this briefly on the red carpet last night did uh, 722,000
2: last night 722. it's about 16 I, minutes I, it's I a did, good I did a Q&A with the producers, uh, Andrew oh, cool. and Brad at Platinum Dunes. Has that yeah. run yet? Today, actually. So okay, keep that- an eye out for that. We talked about Friday the 13th and where they're going with that, Jack cool. Ryan. and the- It's actually the 13th anniversary of their first film, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it was a oh, nice wow. little catch up on that.
0: The other movie that does come out uh, today is Moonlight, and I'm going to have a review of that on the site on Mashable today. It was honestly the, the toughest review I've ever had to write. Everyone is loving this movie uh, a o Scott at the New York Times said you know questioned is this the year's best film Moonlight is a very very good movie it didn't it didn't have enough meat on its mm. bones for me um, I thought it was very good, but it just it, it fell short of greatness uh,
1: and so you know the critic the critics are having a field day with it but can I just go back very quickly to sure. I know we're running out of time but Ouija Origin of Evil for me as yeah. a horror film uh-huh. it's really good it's not Mike Flanagan's best work it feels like uh, for me a bit like Oculus where it was clearly studio wanting to have more impact right. there are several cliches in that that he manages to make work in his favour rather than going oh we've seen that kind of stuff before so I do think it's worth watching but also a tinier film that's coming out this weekend which I also think is worth your attention is Ty West's new one of, In a Valley in of the Violence valley of I'm going to check that out on VOD it is worth checking out it's a western it's not a Horror. There's a little sprinkle of horror in it. It's really nice and grisly. Brilliant dark humor. And our, our boy uh,
0: James Ransone's in it, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I, and I the, love James Ransone. And the the, the soundtrack is fucking amazing. Oh, okay, I'm it definitely gonna check it so out good. on VOD. I missed Dude. all the
0: screenings. Also, uh, check out Tom Cruise's video with James Corden where he awesome. where he. Yeah. Yeah, it, the, it was the, so cool. The cameo appearance is Right, we won't spoil it, it but definitely it. just Google Tom Cruise and James Corden. And we're going to use the last two minutes of our show before we say our goodbyes to talk about Doctor Strange, mm. which leaves Simon out a little bit. Uh, but so be it. So uh, there is a review embargo. We're not going to consider this a review. Uh, social media reactions are okay, so just imagine Justin and I are you know reading our uh, <laughs> tweets. <laughs> tweets. I didn't tweet last night after the premiere because I was just exhausted, and our phones were in that—oh, uh, Anyways, you, you weren't there, but um, I'll talk to you that after. Doctor Strange, what did you think? Where does it stack up in the Marvel Universe for you? Uh-
2: uh, precursor. I am not a Mar- big Marvel fan. This Neither is this This, 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 and, and Ant Man are probably my two favorite ones. Mm-hmm. I would say the visuals are incredible. I've never seen
0: anything like it, guys. My my jaw dropped. The
2: action sequences wrong. In, awesome. in that first
0: half an hour. You know where like she where Tilda yeah. kind of shows him what's going on mm-hmm. but behind reality. My I clapped. I clapped after that sequence. I never clap in a movie. Yeah.
2: Um. And the cast is great, and Benedict the chari- he has like some like downy charisma a little bit I-, I i was worried about this i thought it was gonna be very like imitation game benedict
0: he was awesome too. he was very likable yes uh, it is definitely my favorite benedict cumberbatch performance and his american accent was great that's what everybody was uh, complimenting him on because i actually followed him uh out of the theater and, and yeah he was getting a ton of kudos for his american accent um tilda by the way now, my, Mads is great, too, by the way. Mads, Mads was good, but, uh, you know, there You've wasn't much before? to that character or whatever. Um, Tilda Swinton, though, and I'm just going to end it on this note because we have to wrap up. She could be the first Marvel Character or whatever who could be in the running for an, a supporting actress nomination? No, no. no. <laughs> well, I got shot went well. when I mentioned this last night. I got shot down too. But to, <laughs> out of all the performances, it's in the just Marvel too universe, crowded. Like
2: people are going from actress to supporting actress. Like I guess you're right. But uh, I thought Tilda Swinton was that good. I liked her a lot. I, I really did, but you threw me off with the asking nomination yeah, right yeah. there. I, I,
0: I'm just trying to get Marvel fans to follow me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that, that is going to, uh, you know, keep an eye out. I'll, I'll tweet more about Doctor Strange later in the day. Uh, And Josh Dickey's going to be reviewing for Mashable. I I was
2: going to say bravo to Scott Dickerson. Oh, we just got an extra minute. I was going to say bravo to Scott Dickerson, but I thought he... Derrickson, yeah. Derrickson, but, you know, he he might think it's inaccurate because of journalists.
0: He's he's going sky high on
2: on, on the list, on studios list. I was so impressed. So impressed. The pacing, too. I don't
0: even know how a director like the vision for this movie where there's so much going on and people are going like this action is happening this way but everything else here is going back
2: the humor like like that sequence in the er with Rachel mcadams that was incredible the cloak is my favorite character maybe
1: can, wow. I, can I ask are the predictions are it's going to pull in 70, 75 million opening weekend? Do you fair. think that's realistic? Yeah. Do you think that's doable? I think it's probably going to be bigger than
0: than Ant-Man just because Bennett Cumberbatch is such a huge yeah. force in sci-fi yeah, and all it, that. Uh, that's, those are fair. But we, we, we do have to end the show. So that is going to do it for this week's uh, Meet the Movie Press. Justin, where can
1: the good folks find you? Kroll J. Barr. At, or at CrawlJVirons, but i sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, make sure to read his stuff on Variety. Simon? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Showbiz Simon, Instagram, at Showbiz Simon, Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. Do follow me on Twitter. Tom Cruise does. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom follows Cruise fucking am- follows me on Twitter. That's
0: amazing. And I am at The Insider on Twitter, where I am blocked by Michael B. Jordan and Russell Crowe. <laughs> you can follow my musings at Mashable.com. Thanks for tuning in this Christy week. Teagan. I think it was a pretty good show, guys. <laughs> have a great weekend. Uh, follows me. That's I head. would follow
1: her <laughs> everywhere, but the police have asked me not to.
0: Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here and those of the hosts only do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.